Welcome, everybody. Revolution Not Televised podcast. Um, it's been a minute, but I'm here because I needed to take time out to gather my bottle of water, gather my receipts, um, gather my facts before addressing um, this conscious scamming shit that's going on. Um, and, you know, before I start, I want to say that if there's one thing that I hate more than that is slandering, right? So we're not out here to slander our people, to make false claims, to speak about people negatively or, um, you know, what we think or feel that people are doing without facts. Okay, there is nothing I hate more than people who slander others um, and they don't have any facts because that's just a very low character activity. So it's not like we have nothing better to do than to get up in the morning and talk badly about people um, and without knowing what we're talking about. So first, I'm going to talk about this Riza Islam um, character, but I want to start with how I even started talking about him or how, how this even came up. So it came up because we were just talking about an old Negro um, logic and story from the Nation of Islam. The story is about the tribe of, of Shabazz and the story of Shabazz, which many people don't know about. And the ones that do know about it act like they don't, you know, like they don't know how to explain it. And I know why they don't know how to explain it. It's because it's so silly and it's so stupid. And they don't want to address the level of self-hate involved in a story like that. For those who don't know, the story of Shabazz is a doctrine and a philosophy that pretty much states that 66 trillion years ago, the earth blew up and there were 13 scientists and all of them didn't survive the, the, the blow up. And this nation existed that was kind of like a, a utopia. And you had Shabazz, who was one of the scientists, right, in this area that was located near present-day Mecca, that decided to take a group of our people into the so-called jungles of Africa to harden them, right, to harden them and train them for the future hardship. And as a result of that, our people got broad noses, kinky hair, and thicker lips. And that was part of Shabazz's disobedience because he was not supposed to leave so-called Mecca and do that. Every time I bring that up, people from the NOI, they keep deflecting and not addressing the self-hate in a doctrine like that. That is a self-hating doctrine. And if you don't recognize that, then you're cooked. Okay, you have a problem in your head. You are fully, fully indoctrinated to not open your eyes and see that is a self-hating doctrine, whether you want to argue that it's a literal story or an allegory. And we don't want it. And we have to tell you, old Negroes, because you're not elders, that be careful with us because we're not tolerating any of the self-hating doctrines anymore. And you cannot scare us anymore. Um, with that language and say, oh, you know, don't disrespect the elders and all of that. You're not elders because elders will never repeat and perpetuate this self-hating doctrine within the community. And honestly, we understand you guys, you know, the old, old Negroes. We understand that you were indoctrinated differently. and You came up in a different times. And, you know, we're not like the white race. 
Okay, we don't want to harm you. We don't want to do anything to you. If it was white people, as soon as you tell white people um, something, as soon as their moms or their dads say something they don't like, they kill you. That's what white people do to their to their older people. We're not thinking along those lines, but we don't want you to repeat or say or perpetuate any self-hate anymore. Okay? And that, oh, don't disrespect your elders is not going to work because a lot of people suffered a lot of abuse under that rhetoric. Okay? A lot of people were silenced when you guys were spitting ignorance under that rhetoric. And it's not going to work anymore. So that's how the tribal Shabazz um, thing came up because, you know, it's clear as day. Like, it needs to be addressed. How are you going to sit up here and tell people that their lips are big and their nose is big and their hair is kinky? Defying all science, defying all chemistry, defying all archaeology that says otherwise as to how we came about as a people because of some disobedience and try to associate those features were being hardened and say, because I'm not making this up, and say in your doctrine that we were a softer people, as if thinner noses, thinner lips, and curlier hair is the ideal feature, the softer feature. And you Negroes are going in the back and perming your fucking hair, conking your hair in 2019, talking about, oh, it's because I'm obedient to, to God, that's why... My hair looks like that. No, it's because you're a self-hating Negro and you're full of shit and you're going in the back and you're perming your hair and you're saying it's because of obedience to God. You sound crazy and we don't want it anymore and we're not going to accept it anymore and that's why you guys can't wrap your head around. Do you know how difficult it is for a person to find a new center in life? For a person to deconstruct all of the philosophies, all of the self-hate, all of the religious doctrine that they've been taught and find a new center in life. Those types of people do not want to be told anything associated with the old slave ways of thinking. And we are those types of people. And it's not going to work anymore. And you're not going to bully us anymore. And you're not going to silence us anymore. And that's just that. Okay? So, in speaking about the tribe of Shabazz doctrine, self-hating doctrine, a couple of people were tagging this this character Riza Islam on my page. Like he's gonna check me, right? Like he 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 gotta say something about something that's clearly self hating, and he can't, and he's not because he needs to check himself and he needs to check his family, and that's how this thing came up about the scamming of his family. All right, so. Like I said, I'm not into slandering. I don't, if you out here slandering people, I don't deal with you or you can't deal with me. We're just dealing with the facts. And, and, and all of this rhetoric that you use on the people that are new to consciousness, new to pro-blackness, is not going to work on me. All right? So this guy, Riza Islam, is all over the internet making videos about, quote-unquote, wokeness, about the system about the secret, exposing the government. But he has yet to make a statement about his family and his felony charges. Right? And, again, a lot of the ignorance is not going to work on me like it works on people. Because 
many people are saying, oh, if you have a court case coming up, you can't speak on it. I don't know where you, you guys get your information from, but that's not true. The only people that cannot speak publicly on, on a court case are the people that are on the jury, the attorneys because of attorney-client privilege, and the judge. Anybody involved on any end, whether the accused or the defendant of a court case, can come out and make a public statement. R. Kelly came out and made his statement, even though we know that he's guilty, just to just show my point. So don't come and use that excuse and say, oh, you, you know, he got he's not allowed to. No, he's allowed to. OK, there's nothing barring him from speaking out on his case at this time. You have people that are in jail and prison making public statements on their cases. So that's that. So this guy, Riza Islam, that you people were tagging like he's going to say something about a clearly self-hating doctrine. Um doesn't make any public statements about the, these felony charges. Doesn't make any public statements about his um, his family being Scientologists, right? A doctrine and a philosophy from a known racist, L. Ron Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard said that South Africans are pretty much savage and cannot be civilized. Okay? He had a lot of negative things to say about the black race. So... If somebody said Risa Islam is a is a scam artist and his family are scammers out of nowhere, the rightful thing and response from me and from everybody is to be like, how do you know that? Do not repeat things without facts. Do not repeat things without receipts. Okay? That's what I would say. And that's what you should say if somebody comes in and slanders or defames somebody without any facts or receipts. So that's not the case here. This guy and his family are not in one isolated event of scamming the black community, um, embezzling funds, um, involving the youth. It's not one event. So when you have numerous situations that keep coming up and the people that are speaking out are other members of the community, parents of the children involved, then it's something to take, a t take pay attention to. So we're gonna go back in the scamming history. And the first time that um, his alleged father, okay, so that's, that's who they say that his father is or his stepfather, regardless, the guy is highly involved in his life. You know, paternity is not something that, you know, people can say 100%. Um, Alfredi, Alfredi Johnson, um, you know, this guy is calls himself a reverend, and he said he started the, the Scientology church. Um, and if it sounds like I'm reading, it's because I have my facts in front of me. So if you hear papers moving around, that's, that's what's going on. Um, and in the 90s, he was elected to public office along with the mayor and two other officials. And the residents of Compton, California, by 70% vote, called for a recall, a revote, because of corruption in that office that his father was involved in. They planned to build, to level part of the community and build an NFL stadium there. Right. And the people were not for it. 
And obviously, if you know anything about politics, there is a kickback involved in something like that. There is money involved in 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 passing bills to level, um, you know, part of the community for for sports for NFL. Okay, so they had a recall and they voted them out of office. Obviously, if you've been around conscious circuits and reverend circuits and all of that, his father then holds a, a lecture and a meeting saying that, you know, the government is attacking him and, and all of that. So let's say the government was attacking you and creating propaganda and all of that. Let's say that's true. Fine. This is the first time that you're on the radar for something that may not have been in the best interest of the community. Then these people pop up again. Because they're operating as a tax-exempt um, entity. It's called World Literacy Crusade. Um, for selling Section 8 vouchers to the poor community around them for $1,500. And there was a protest. This is about 2008. So Riza is probably like, you know, still a teen by then. He's not involved. Um, there was a protest outside of their, their church or, or I guess you can call it their community center with at least 100 people saying that they were scammed, that they were sold Section 8 vouchers for about $1,500 a piece and at least 150 people, Right? were sold these Section 8 vouchers that were fake. When they went to submit these vouchers to get subsidized housing, they were told that they were fake. World Literacy Crusade admitted that they did sell the vouchers, but they did not know that they were fake. World Literacy Crusade received the vouchers for free. So you're sitting up here talking about you want to help the community and all of that, right? You get some free Section 8 vouchers and you hustle the community. You sell it. $1,500 each, right? So you, you make about $20,000 easily to people for something that you receive free to poor people that you know that really, really need the help instead of giving it, giving it to them. You're you trying to do a little backdoor hustle with, with, with Section 8 vouchers instead of giving them, giving them the vouchers that you receive for free. So even if that the even if the vouchers were fake, now on top of the corruption outvote, now you you are a hustler. You're trying to hustle the community and you're trying to do it to people that are in need and that are desperate. Okay. That's another red flag. 2008. Selling fake Section 8 vouchers made at least $20,000. And didn't want to respond to the people, refund the people to the point where they had to come outside of your place of business and your place of so-called community help and protest. And the police were called in because people were so angry and upset. There should never be a situation between black people that cannot be resolved where the police have to come. But yet you guys didn't want to respond to the community because you ran off with the $20,000. And the best you can say was that we didn't know that it was fake. When you should have just... If somebody gave me if somebody gave me a Section 8 voucher, right? 
and it's fake i'm not gonna be mad because they gave it to me like oh okay you didn't know my bad okay but you you out here trying to hustle something you got for free so that's two that's number two so alfredi johnson doesn't get in trouble for that i guess they settle it on the low i'm not gonna speak anything about you know i don't know for sure but he doesn't get in legal trouble for it and now you have his mom rizza islam islam's mom hanan islam she was on the campaign trail for Alfredi. She helped him get elected into office. She's involved in these things as well. Comes back on the radar again in 2012. They flew from California to Florida to take over a charter school that was receiving at least $500,000 a year, right? A struggling, financially struggling um, charter school. And... Another mess comes up. These people, back on the scamming trail again, most of the money that she received, his mom, is being funneled into her business interests. They promised the parents that the children were going to have access to Kindles and laptops. But the parents, the black parents, came forward and said that there, were, there was only a computer lab with two working computers. Teachers that come forward and say that there's a lot of fi firings going on. People are getting arbitrarily fired if they don't want to teach the students Scientology. Parents have concerns and say, make sure you don't teach my child the sci Scientology mess. But yet, the teachers come forward and say that they're being fired because they don't want to put that in the curriculum and in the cl classroom um, lessons. So this woman again, his family is back on the scamming trail. The school is underfunded. Teachers are going unpaid. Black teachers, right? And she is funneling the money into her business. And worst of all, the school, <laughs> the school comes out again in the news and says that the students have scored the lowest and the second lowest, the third and fourth grade students, right, in that county. Anytime black children are being taught by other black people, those black children are supposed to score higher than the average, and it does happen. So don't come and say, oh, the white man is against me. The white man is attacking me and all of that. Even the Muhammad University of Islam, even though they're teaching tribe of Shabazz and all of this indoctrination, those students score higher than the state, higher than the city on standardized tests. Marcus Klein is running his African-centered schools. And when he finally did decide to do standardized testing to prove to the, the parents that, yes, we are performing above the metrics, they did. They scored higher. Anytime you have black children going to school with other black children, being taught by other black teachers, they're going to do better. And it's psychologically proven. It's a fact. So don't come and give that conscious rhetoric and say, oh, the white man is a... No. You guys were fucking up and you were fucking with the children and you were embezzling the money. That's his mom. Okay, so you just finished doing one scam in California. You fly over to do another scam. 
And now the children have to deal with these complexes because some of them had to take extra curricular classes. Some of them had to be left back. Some of them had to go to summer school. And that gives a child a complex about their learning ability because you wanted to fuck with them, because you wanted to embezzle money, because you wanted to involve them in your Scientology shit. And when we bring this up, you guys want to talk about, oh, let's focus on the enemy. No, Scientology is the enemy. You guys are the enemy. Somebody is like, oh, you, you're attacking blacks. No, I'm not attacking. I have better things to do than to sit up here and attack blacks. But when I see a Caucasian, when I see an Arab, I know not to fuck with them. I know what they're on and what they're, when they're about. But when I see another black person, naturally, you want to trust them. When you see a black person talking about they want to help the community, you want to trust them. So this is why we're going hard against people like that, because you guys are using your blackness and the natural trust that we have for each other to fuck with our children and to embezzle money for your business interests. Because up to this day, there is no major manufacturing plant, no major institution, no major black corporation that was built with the money from the Section 8 scam and the money from the charter school that you guys funneled into your businesses. For your own interests. All right. And to be clear, I'm not saying that a person shouldn't try to do what they have to do out here because it's hard. I'm somebody of the philosophy that if you're not trying to walk the line, trying to, you know, kind of do your look, actually support whatever, whatever scams you want to do against the government. I don't I'm turning a blind eye. That's not my business. As long as you don't get caught. That's not my business because it's hard. I understand. But don't involve our children. And don't scam each other. And don't betray the trust of each other. That's the point that I'm making. All right? Because some people are like, oh, they scam the government. What's the problem? It's not about that. I support you scamming the government, actually. It's not about that. It's about you scamming the people. And you using our children as mules and guinea pigs to get more money for your business interests. That's what it's about. So that's scam. What were you on? Scam number three? Yeah, scam number three. So after that happens, obviously they have no comments, no apology, no nothing for the community. They leave Florida, go back to Cali, and keep running the World Literacy Crusade. Then. They're still on their Scientology stuff. And then their office gets raided at about 2015 with felony counts and arrests by the state, state agencies because now they find out that a football coach and a group home are supplying students and teenagers to something that's advertised on their brochure and their website as a drug rehabilitation program. And when asked by the parents, and when, asked, when they asked the students, these people were not drug addicts. Maybe they're probably smoking some weed or something, you know, or, or whatever, but they're not drug addicts. And you guys are putting in insurance claims on their behalf because I don't know if many of you know, but a detox program, many of these drug detox programs, they um, don't take insurance. They, they need cash, right? 
So a lot of people were defrauding the system, which I don't mind if you do it. I, I really don't. Um, and putting in claims on behalf of the youth. That's the problem. They were putting our youth on medical records as drug addicts of all things in the black community. You're going to label somebody as a drug addict and they're not. Like, you know, and collecting money and putting them through Scientology courses, Scientology detoxes, and pocketing the money over a million dollars. And if you cannot see something wrong with that, then you have a problem. So again, this is scam number four. His mom, Riza Islam, and two of his siblings were charged with felony counts of medical fraud, insurance fraud. And Riza is out here making all of these videos, commenting on all of this shit, but not these fraud claims. That's involving our children once again. No manufacturing plant, no major institution, no major network of black businesses to show for it. Mm-hmm. But you want to comment on other people. Don't comment shit until you address that. Okay? And then, the worst part is, when people try to confront these types of people on these types of activities involving our children, betraying the trust of our community, taking advantage of the poor black people by hustling them these vouchers and pocketing the money, they want to say, oh, well, look at the works I'm doing. What are you doing for the community? Let me tell you what we're doing for the community. All right. What we're doing for the community is not scamming the community. And that's a big fucking job to do, apparently, to not scam the community. That's what we're doing for the community. What we're doing for the community is running our businesses and going to work, okay? Raising our children to have healthy self-esteem, not have self-hate, being loyal to our partners, not cheating on our partners, not doing drugs, okay? Cooking a meal. And when you think about all of the problems in our, in our community, it stems from not doing all of these things. It stems from self-hate. So that means you didn't raise a child with self-confidence. It stems from broken homes. So that means that you were not building a healthy relationship or a healthy black marriage. It stems from bad eating habits. So that means you are not at home cooking healthy meals for your family. It stems from drugs. So that means that when you don't do drugs and when you don't engage in alcoholism, then you're doing a favor to the community. That's what we're doing for the community. And again, not scamming, which is a big job. So don't sit up here and ask me what the fuck I'm doing or what the fuck they're doing for the community. That's what they're doing. Okay, because you, you guys come from maybe privileged scammer background, so you don't know how hard it is to just survive and not cool and not betray your, your household. You don't understand. So you sit up here asking what we're doing for the community. We're doing that for the community. Motherfuckers got the nerve to sit up here and deflect from the question of, of their felony charges and their scamming habits, because it's a habit, because we got you in four scams already, and it's not the white man, it's other black people that's saying that you're scamming. And sit up here, you got a whole website with a donate button. 
donate to me so I can go and speak full time. That's what we're doing. We're working our jobs and we're, we're running our businesses so we can donate to you so you can go speak full time. So you can go take pictures with placards. And take pictures of you handing a bottle of water to somebody to talk about, oh, this is, this is what, see me out here doing the works with a donate button. Like you better. Because you're not. Let's focus on the fucking question. The question is, speak about the scams. Let's speak about that. Unless you don't feel like you did something wrong. You see? Nobody's here to say who can and can't join pro-blackness. Malcolm X is a pimp. Okay, but he was he was transparent and he let us know he was a pimp and he let us know that he he was wrong for that and he feels bad about that and he stopped pimping. Unless you're still out here scamming and you don't feel like you did something wrong, okay? You're, you're actually not even helping when you say, oh, I'm out here in the community because you're concerning us because you're around autistic children, you're around poor people. Who knows what the fuck if you're still scamming? All right. So stop this conscious scamping, scamming. Stop, stop this shit about hiding behind religion. And when people address you, you want to sit up here and act like, oh, what are you doing for the community? You guys got to stop that shit and stop blaming the white man that he's attacking you. Because there's many, many people out here that's pan-African, pro-black, that's not, that don't have felony charges for all these scams. And take accountability. That's what this is about. This is about accountability and, and, and scamming the people that are desperate for help, that don't really have money to give you, but they're giving it. And that are trusting you with, with their children and you're betraying the trust of our children and, and of our community. All right, that's what the problem is. So thank you for listening and I hope you understand and I hope you people out here know to stop doing that.